0: Meditation 50 of Sacred Meditations by Johann Gerhardt, translated by C. W. Heisler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Eternity of Future Punishment The punishment of sin is eternal. Meditate for a while, O devout soul, on the eternity of future punishment, and thou wilt perceive more clearly its awful severity. The flames of hell rage and burn without end, for ever and ever. The life of the lost is to die eternally. Their death is to live in everlasting torment. The devil never wearies in tormenting the lost, nor will death ever come to their relief. The fire is always consuming, that it may always keep alive. Those torments are ever increasing, that they may always be renewed the lost are ever dying, that they may always live, and they ever live, that they may always keep on dying. That one is to be tormented for ever and ever, without any cessation whatever, will sink the soul in deepest despair. What can be more intolerable than to be always longing for that which can never be realized, and to be longing for that to end which never can end? In that eternal world, The lost will never obtain that which they so ardently desire. And yet what they most abhor, that will they be compelled to suffer for ever and ever. When the holy wrath of God against sin shall cease, then shall cease the punishment of the damned. But that wrath is eternal, and so will be their punishment. When the lost exercise true repentance, then can they be delivered from their sins, BUT THE TIME FOR REPENTANCE IS PAST, AND NO HOPE OF DIVINE PARDON REMAINS. WHEN DEVILS CEASE TO TORMENT, THE LOST WILL CEASE TO BE TORMENTED, BUT THE HELLISH RAGE OF THE DEVIL WILL NEVER CEASE, AND NEITHER THEN WILL THE TORMENTS OF THE LOST. WHEN GOD'S ETERNAL JUSTICE CHANGES, THE PUNISHMENT OF THE DAMNED WILL CEASE, BUT GOD NEVER CAN CEASE TO BE JUST and so their torments shall continue for ever and ever. It is but strict justice that those who would never leave off sinning in this life shall never leave off sinning for it there. It is but right that vengeance shall never terminate upon that soul which, while it could, never desired to terminate its career of sin. The damned spent their own eternity, that is, this earthly life, in persistent sin, and it is just and right that they should spend God's eternity in suffering for their sin. They ceased to sin because they ceased to live, nor would they have shown any desire to cease sinning could they have prolonged their lives eternally, that they might sin eternally. The fuel of the fires of hell, that is, the spots and stains of sin, is eternal, and so shall its punishment deservedly be. God's eyes will never be closed to the awful heinousness of sin in that condemned soul. How, then, can the dread penalty pronounced against sin ever be relaxed? Sin is an infinite offense, because committed against an infinite God. And Christ has paid for its satisfaction an infinite price. And it is but right, therefore, that those who willfully die in sin should suffer an infinite penalty for it. Man, by his sin, has destroyed the eternal good that was in him, and so, by the just and impartial judgment of God, he suffers eternal evil. God, in the beginning, created man in his own image, that he might live in blessedness with him forever, and has renewed him, after his fall into sin, in the image of Christ. He has prepared for all the means of eternal salvation, and offered to all its great rewards. It is no more than just that those who have despised these rewards so offered should be subjected to eternal punishment. The will to do evil shall never be taken from the lost, nor shall the punishment of that will ever cease. They foolishly preferred the fleeting pleasures and short-lived good of this world to God, the infinite good. Their aspirations were all for the delights of this brief and transitory life rather than for the unspeakable treasures of eternal life. And it is but just that they shall suffer the punishments of doom eternal. O boundless eternity! O immeasurable eternity! O eternity that baffles the grasp of finite mind, how thine illimitable ages will add to the torments of the damned! After the lapse of unnumbered ages, the thought will still come with crushing force that this is but the beginning of their endless torment. What a severe affliction we esteem it here for an invalid to lie unable to move even upon the softest couch for so brief a time as thirty years. But, oh, what will it be to lie burning in that lake that burneth with fire and brimstone for thirty thousands of thousands of years? Oh, eternity, eternity how thou alone dost immeasurably heighten the torments of the damned. Severe indeed is their punishment on account of the bitter pain of the torments they shall suffer, severer still because of the diversity of these torments. But the thought that they shall last for ever and ever, with no diminution, no cessation, is the worst of all. That will be death without death, end without end, perishing without perishing, because that death is an ever-living death, that end is a ceaseless beginning, and that perishing knows no perishing. Those poor lost souls shall seek for life and not find it. They shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And after a hundred thousand, thousand, thousand years, they shall simply suffer renewed torments without end. The very thought... Of the endlessness of their pain will torment them more than the sense of eternal pain itself what can be conceived of is more intolerable than thus to die that you are always living and thus to live that you are always dying that life will be lifeless and that death will be deathless if thou art life why dost thou die and if death why dost thou always endure Our minds cannot grasp the idea of eternity, as it can be circumscribed by no measure of time, and so it can be comprehended by no finite mind. If thou wouldst get some conception of eternal duration, think of time before the creation of the world. If thou canst find a point of time when God had a beginning, thou canst determine also when the sufferings of the lost will end. Imagine a mountain whose lofty height exceeds the distance from earth to the sky. Suppose an eagle should carry away from this mountain a single grain of the finest sand once in a thousand years. Now we might conceive that after an incomprehensibly long period of ages the task might be finished and the mountain entirely removed. And yet we cannot hope that the fires of hell will ever be distinguished. The rewards of the saved will never come to an end, and neither will the punishments of the lost. For as God's mercy toward the elect is infinite, so will be his justice towards the reprobate. Suppose the torments of the lost in kind are as numerous as the drops of the ocean. Now suppose that at the end of every thousand years a little bird should fly down and drink a tiny drop of water from that vast ocean. We might hope that by and by the waters of that ocean would be exhausted, but we cannot hope that the torments of the damned will ever come to an end. O devout soul, let the eternity of future punishment be ever before thy mind. To remember hell thus may prevent thy falling into it at last. Take heed that thou repent while thine time of pardon lingers. What shall that fire consume but thy sins? and the more Thou heapest up iniquities, the more fuel Thou art laying up for those eternal burnings. O blessed Lord Jesus, who hast offered complete satisfaction for our sins by Thy bitter passion, guard us from eternal condemnation at the last. Amen. End of Meditation 50